Hello, hello. Now, me and Fionn back in the house. We're going for another podcast. And as always, I come up with a weekly topic. I don't tell him about the topic. I put him right on the spot. And it's no different this week. But before we talk about that, we're just going to get into a bit of... Um, my friend was saying, we were just talking about... Um, we're talking about dating and um, different things. However, you know on Snapchat, you don't use Snapchat anymore, do you? Not anymore, but I did. So I didn't realise you can now swipe your finger like right so you can read the message, but you don't have to swipe it fully across, do you? Oh no, it used to be like that. Yeah, it used yeah. to be like that, didn't yeah. it? Yeah, you can peek. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can peek it, but you only get to see like five words, and then the first word's always missing. But you can grasp what the story is about or whatever they're trying to say. But it shows you haven't opened it. Yeah, I just, I just think it's mad because back in my day when I was like, you know younger 18 facebook had only just come on the scene you know you couldn't even do a photo it's only a status and now it's like snapchat tinder um it's whatsapp you know twitter instagram instagram facebook god it's crazy and it it takes a lot of your energy and that's what brings us straight into this topic because i was going to talk about another topic however social media and the influence it has on people and the destructive nature of it it can be very very toxic like a toxic snake. So like a toxic gonna... waste. Yeah. You know the sweets that you used to have that were just like stupidly sour? Yeah. Remember them? Yeah, like a... Oh, you used to get them in like a little plastic tub. Yeah, like a toxic waste yeah. tub. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So we're going to come up with some... We're going to explain why we think social media is good, why we think it's bad, and then we're going to give you some great tips to take away. And as always, every single week you listen to this, if you applied these tips we gave you, you wouldn't need another coach. Because the information we give you is so good on it, it's like gold. Gold nuggets. <laughs> as in a cereal. You know, I'm t- talking about food. I must be starving. You might be thinking of snacks. Yeah. <laughs> Inside so, joke. So, the, um, the social media, I think it's a bloody good way of communicating with people. And it's a good way to reach a lot of people from all over the world. Rather than have to get on the phone and speak to people. You can share your journey, where you've been, all the great stuff you've done in your life. And it's just a great way to meet people, engage and socialise. Hence the name social media. What are your good points on it? My, I feel like social media, I agree. So like the social aspect of it, you know, keeping in touch with people um, that you haven't seen in a while and, and seeing what they're up to, you know, posting statuses, that kind of thing. And, and just keeping in touch with the world. That's great. That's really good. But I do agree personally that there's more or, or, or portray that there's more negative sides to social media than there is positive. I would massively, massively advocate to anyone that if you are a big user in social media, just kind of have a little audit, have a little look and just see actually what are you looking at? Like, are you are you following more food? Are you following more influencer? Are you following more like news? Like, what are you doing? Or are you just kind of mindlessly scrolling through the endless memes and TikToks and reels that are on there nowadays? Because, you know, that's what I, the, the main thing that I want to put into. Luke made a good point there. I don't have Snapchat anymore. Reason I don't have Snapchat, I had it for years. I had it for like, I don't know, five years or something, six years. But at the start of lockdown, um, when we weren't allowed to do anything, we weren't allowed to go out, we had a lot of time in our hands. And that time for the first three, four weeks of lockdown was just used on just Snapchatting people, scrolling for Instagram, looking on Facebook. And it was just like, but Snapchat was my main time consumer. It got to the point where my, my screen average on Snapchat per day was like two and a half hours. 
for, for just one talking to and like to people like stupid conversations and two they introduced all like the features so you can watch videos and and lad bible and all that kind of things on it and it's a massive massive time consumer so i wanted to that's my first point time consumption watch how much time you're using on these apps what do you think about that massively i mean um iphone do it. i don't know if android do it but we don't really talk to android users <laughs> but um you can look every single week and review what you've been spending on your phone time wise and i think it's it's really important that you review it every single week and just look at you know are you spending a bit too much time on social media now i don't think there's anything wrong with setting some allocated times and scrolling through social media once you've got your main tasks done so for example if you've got a job you've done your three main tasks you've exercised you've got outdoors gone for a walk you know, you've sorted out your family, then if you've got half an hour, you want to have a coffee and you prefer doing that than watching a TV program, that's fine. Fill your boots. What Fionn's saying is completely right. If you're spending hours and hours every single day, literally just scrolling through, looking at other people's supposedly perfect lives, then you've got a problem. You've got an addiction. And the reason you get scrolling through there is because social media companies, they do it on purpose. They send you notifications of how many likes you get, whether you get a comment. They only share things that they think you're going to enjoy. So they just try and keep you within that app. As Fionn was saying with Snapchat, they added other things in, video features, etc. It's just a way of keeping you on the app for as long as possible. So they're not stupid. There's professionals that do it and they want you to be absorbed in that app completely. Now, I would say the biggest pitfalls is, one, negativity and moaning right people constantly moaning and posting stories about you know what issues they've got and so on and so forth my version of that is what i do i give people one chance mm. one chance only one only and if they constantly if, if all their feeds are very negative all i do is i don't unfollow them i just mute their feed so i don't see that so i just put mute the stories mute the post i still stay with them as a friend i don't offend them right if you want to be absolutely brutal you can unfollow them however i just think it's easy just to mute the stuff you don't see it. It doesn't affect you. They can post what they like. I do not get why people want to post on Facebook about how, you know, they've had a bad day or they're in an argument with their friend and mm. they want the whole world to know about it. About how someone give them the, the middle finger on the A35. <laughs> if they, anyone doesn't know the A35, it's a road near Dorchester. Yeah. Dorchester to south, Bridport. Southwest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Southwest and Dorset. Southwest is the best. But that, that kind of thing, you know, I, I completely agree. People post their the problems or you know the bin men didn't come this morning it's like you know people don't need to know about that you know spend your time on there productively which is the other side of social media do you agree 100 percent. there's so much productivity you can use loads of good things about it but also it's like me and film post content on there and sometimes we get bite backs with people like trolling us or you know people um slating us or saying it's a scam we're just telling people, giving some people some free advice and you're getting told it's a scam. I wouldn't want to work with those people anyway. So you've got to remember, if you put yourself out on social media, you are going to get some bite back. You're going to get people that don't agree with your methods. You're going to get people who don't like what you say or maybe um, your views. So you've the big thing I always say is when you're having a conversation with a couple of people in a pub, they're the only ones going to hear it. With social media, whatever you say, you've opened yourself up to millions and billions of people. So you've got to be very mindful of what you're actually saying on social media, what your views are and what you're using it for. Definitely. That pub, like a uh, kind of example there, perfect. You know, there's 20 people in the pub. You're talking to one of them about your opinion. You might get 18 people agree with you that over here and two people disagree. Whereas on social media, you might have 20,000 followers 
18,000 of them might agree and 2,000 might disagree. But try not to focus on the ones that are disagreeing because they're never going to benefit you. You know, if for us, we're selling a, a product, we're selling a service, we're selling, you know, achieving better better lifestyles for people, you know, improving their lives on a daily basis. But like you say, you know, people might not agree with our methods and, and, and might not do that. But if we focused all of our attention on them, how are we ever going to make a sale? It's not, it doesn't work like that. And those people are wrong anyway. Mm. The bloodies. Sweet <laughs> 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 <Between> Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you've always got, you've got multiple ways of getting somewhere. Now, we're not saying that our approach is the only approach, but we focus on a niche of people. We know we focus on people that want a great lifestyle, want to enjoy themselves socially and still stay in great shape. If you were a bodybuilder, we wouldn't be the right people for you. Nothing wrong with that at all. We don't coach bodybuilders. However, if that was our focus, then we'd be focusing on less socialising and more extreme methods. We just don't like doing that. So going off on a tangent, but going back to social media, our tips of kind of combating social media or making it a positive note, I would say every week you should just be reviewing who you're following, who you're engaging with. If you feel like there's a lot of negativity and it's bringing you down, just unfollow the person or mute them. You don't have to moan about it. You know, you don't have to go on to every single person about how Carol's moaning about this and that or how John's moaning about this and that. Literally, just mute it. End of story. Massively. 100% agree with that. My first tip for myself would be, and it's very, very hard to, but I've found this very um, impactful for me, set times that you're going to use your social media, right? It's very, very easy to, in five, 10 minute periods, pick it up and look at it and scroll for 10, 15 minutes. But that breaks the cycle of whatever you're doing. So say, for example, you're at home, you know, you're a busy mum. you've got all or you're a busy dad, or you, you know, you're at home, you're in this home environment, you've got the kids who you've got to do the washing for, you've then got to cook dinner for, for tonight, you've then got to, you know, take, take one of the kids to band practice. If you're then spending like 10, 15 minutes in between that time, you know, in between each task, you're potentially wasting half an hour to 40 minutes that you could be chilling downtime in front of the TV with your partner, having a small glass of wine or, or, or half a can of beer. You know, you're wasting your time that you get to spend at the end of the day and in, at the start of the day. So I always factor in times where I do get that little bit of downtime. And for me, being a young person, I think social media is a massive part of my life. So a huge part of my downtime is checking up, talking to my friends, having a little scroll on Facebook or Instagram, that kind of thing. That's what I enjoy to chill out. Now, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. You might enjoy reading. You might enjoy going out for a walk. You might enjoy playing in the garden with your kids. But if you're not scheduling in this time to, to get stuff done and then to have the downtime, it can be very caught up in wasted time. So, you know, maybe restrict yourself to 20 minutes, half an hour in the, in the, in the evening and then you get another block of work or, or home stuff done and then you can chill out at the end of the night. That's, that's massively helped me. Another big thing is we're, we're creatures of a tribe. So we like being with people. We don't like being isolated on our own. That's why a lot of people are suffering from quite low moods. Now, depression and low moods are two different things. Depression is a, is a clinical illness, you know, diagnosed illness. Being low mood is just because you haven't looked after yourself. Now, connectivity, if you're not doing it, that can bring you into a low mood. And what I mean by that is just because you're engaging with people on social media, albeit Snapchat, WhatsApp, whatever it's going to be, you're not actually having an in-depth conversation. So Fion does this a lot. 
he lives with his mum and they spend a lot of time together. You know, they sit and chat and I think that's great. They're connecting, yeah? He could be in one room, she could be other. They could do the same on Facebook. Wouldn't have the same effect, all right? So you've got to make sure that you actually make time to spend that actual time with your partner or your friends. We're in a day and age when people are splitting up more than ever. You know, we're having problems with our kids because we're just giving them tablets. Not those kind of tablets. Yeah, iPads. Not my tablets. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not Phil's magic tablets. We're giving them, I'll take it back, iPads slash tablets. Yeah, ah, yeah you see what I mean? I'll just put myself yeah. in a hole. <laughs> yeah. So you're getting those where you're giving those kind of things, but you're not actually working on maybe why the kid isn't doing this. And I'm not giving parent advice, by all means. I haven't got kids. You could just see that when my mum and dad brought me up, they didn't just chuck an iPad in front of my face to stop a problem. Mm. They actually worked on kind of like, am I being naughty? You know, is there a reason why I'm kind of like kicking up a fuss? And I feel like it was a real skill then. Mm. It became, it seems like it become a bit more of an easier way to, and I'll probably do it when I got kids. And so I'm not going to say, because everyone people goes, oh, when you've got kids, you'll understand. Mm. I probably will understand because I probably just want to ram an iPad in front of the face yeah. rather than to work on it. But we've just become a nation where things are becoming easier right and that's making us become lazier you know oh you haven't got time to prep your food get a prep company everyone's got five ten minutes to prep some food in the evening right there's just ways around of doing it you know oh i haven't got time to go to the gym so i can't go to the gym but you could work out at home you know all those kind of things you're looking at mm. so i'm always going off on these bloody tangents i'm coming back to it connectivity make sure you don't just focus on social media to engage with your friends set regular dates coffee dates nights out you know, things to look forward to, weekends away, you will feel better in yourself from doing it. Don't just focus on social media in terms of engagement. Just liking someone's picture or actually physically having a conversation with them are very two different things. Yeah. And I'm going to get asked Fionn and his view on, do you think that social media is reality or do you think it's a lot of what people want you to perceive to believe? That's the second option. Whatever, what, what people perceive you to believe. Like, I think there's an element of fake um a fake society within social media and and these new influencers and 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 this kind of thing um which isn't great for someone like my age's mental health you know you, i look at some people on instagram and i'm very consciously aware of it i'm very happy that i am um I'm, i've been brought up that way by my mum to to notice what's what's real's real and what's fake's fake but I think for a lot of young people and and middle-aged people you know it varies and um, we're all creatures of 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 comparison we all compare ourselves to each other regardless of you're 55 or whether you're 18 but I think for us new youngins who are on social media quite a lot especially when we're being sold outfits by misguided and 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 swim shorts on from JD that's from this new model that you've seen on Love Island or, or this kind of thing you know I think it's a very fake reality and we all have to be very consciously aware of that. Um, and that ties back into the point you made about reflecting back. Who are you following? Who is influencing you? Because at the end of the day, they are. The only reason they're up and on there is to influence you to make a certain decision to buy this or to follow them or to to engage with this page. That's the only reason they're doing that. And you need to be aware of that and, and kind of say to yourself, look, is this working for me or is this causing me hassle in my brain? Is it making me feel bad about myself? That kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I do I do think it's uh eighty-five percent to ninety percent a platform or 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 a, a new kind of order that is, is is made for us to perceive something different to what it actually really is. I'll give you another example before we finish up. 
for lunch today, I'm chickpeas, kidney beans, um, loads of veg. I do like um, mm. in a slow cooker, chicken. And, you know, with a wrap with that, very nutritious, very healthy. Now, last night I had pizza, um, a nice little place where we live. And I posted the pizza. I didn't post the lunch because people want to see the goodies, right? Yeah. People want to see all the cool stuff, yeah? But people don't want to see the boring daily habits that allow you to do the good things. So if you see the flash car, you see, you know, the person on holiday doing this and doing that, and you're kind of thinking, why not me? Maybe have a look at what you're doing on a daily basis or maybe what you're not doing that could get you there. So for yeah. example, if you want to earn a bigger income, what you might then need to do is do some daily habits to allow you to earn a bigger income later on. I think people are focused on what they haven't got and actually not realizing there's a lot of people, a lot of money out there that aren't very happy. So make sure you focus on your family, your relationships first and focus on having a job you actually enjoy doing. If you've got those three things nailed on the head, you're 90% there. You know, the, t- the money is just a vehicle and getting you to do the things you want, want, to be, sorry, want to be able to do. But actually, if you've got an unhappy relationship and your kids don't like you, then it's a bit of a crappy life. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. And we'll leave it on that note, I reckon. See you next week. Thanks for listening then. Make sure you always share it. You know, give it a share, post it in your story, message us if it appealed to you or resonate with you. We'll see you next week.